Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 years or older. Hi, hello, sports fans. Welcome to a new episode of Extra Points here, presented as ever by Omaha. Oh, so much to talk about. You heard about Travis Kelsey. He's dating somebody now. (laughs) Jameis Winston about to start a game for the New Orleans Saints. It is the year of the Lord 2023. We have much to get to. Let's start right now, shall we? With our pal of Extra Points. This is episode four now in uh, with her in the chair there. It's Sarah Tiana. How are you? Oh, man, I'm having a good week. I'm having a good week. Yeah, as an Atlanta sports fan, right? Atlanta sports, you know, I mean, the Bulldogs are still undefeated for now. I don't think we're that great this year. Um, you the doubt? Falcons look, no, I don't think we're going to. I think Oregon looks like the best team in the league, honestly. I think they are going to blow everybody out of the water. Uh, well, listen, let's, let's not get wild about uh, by virtue of them dumping the Buffaloes. That is not a world beating team there. Oregon's very good. The Pac-12, uh-huh. as I keep talking about weirdly having the greatest year in the history of its existence timing (laughs) pac 12 i'm having a moment with nobody and nobody can watch it (laughs) well george is the class of your sec and if you don't love that team i wonder what that spells in your mind for the final four you know what let's jump into it by introducing our guy you've heard him on this very show extra points many 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 times it's a pleasure to have him back let's make it a regular thing in the meantime make sure you're listening to him each and every week on lemon pepper parlay with our guy mark gunnels it's martin weiss what's the poop fella how have you been thanks dave how man you know what it feels good to be back Almost, but it's a whole new thing. So I don't know if I am back. It, feel, it feels you like are. I walked into a new house where I've never seen it before. I don't live here. But then I sat down and I realized I have this couch, too. And so it's a strange <laughs> feeling of comfort. Thanks for walking. It's kind of like your bayou. It's like your bayou pier, Jameis. Like when you left, Sean Payton was there. And now, now Dennis Allen, what gives, you know, where's, uh, where's the front running status and all of that. Um, so... You know, I think that's a, an interesting place to start. I do want to talk with Tiana about mm-hmm. uh, her Braves and this big rolling debate now as we wind down the regular season about National League MVP. I guess I know where she probably comes down on that one. Um, but what do we think in the tepid NFC South? Let's let's cover things here. Tom Brady retired from the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield is now their QB. A little bit of celebration for a fortnight seems to be, you know, dying down just a little bit. Desmond Ritter Ritter is the QB. He throws the ball about six times a game for the Falcons. You have the Carolina Panthers now running with Andy at QB. And then you have Derek Carr on the shelf. As I've said to you, Martin, many times over the last few months, Derek Carr is clearly the best quarterback in this division in a quarterback league. If it's at all tight, take the team with the best QB. But now it's Jameis Winston. That brings me to this. And I'm going to start with you, Martin. Give me the finishing order. One, two, three, four in that NFC South. So at the start of the year, I'll answer it like you, Dave. At the start of the year, I had the Atlanta Falcons first, the Carolina Panthers second, the New Orleans Saints third and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fourth. 
I think the only one of those that isn't going to change right now is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fourth. I still think they'll finish fourth in the division. Honestly, I don't like they're they're so old as a lot of their skill positions. Like that's it was good for weeks one and two, but I, by week ten, that injury report is going to get so long. I'll say this: I'm higher on the Saints now than we see Jameis Winston at quarterback. I've been clamoring to see Jameis Winston at quarterback for the last two seasons. Anybody that has listened to me, my voice knows that to be true. While we sat there and watched the likes of Andy Dalton, who's now starting for Carolina, and then Taysom Hill, who should never start at quarterback for anybody. <laughs> and then, you know, in a world where you had a pre-Achilles Aaron Rodgers and a Lamar Jackson was unhappy, the Saints went home with the first girl that texted him back, Derek Carr. So there you have it. I don't I, listen. It's not madness to say. I know most people disagree with you and me about this, but are we definitely sure that Derek Carr, who is better than Jameis Winston as a pro football QB, is he worth the tens of millions of dollars difference in a situation where the Saints have a mighty defense, a nice offensive line? I think they could still win the division with Jameis Winston and, in fact, have fleshed out that roster quite a bit uh, more than what they did in spending the money to get Derek Carr in there. That's all doesn't add up necessarily to me. Knocking Derek Carr, like I say, he's better than famous Jameis, but how much better to make it worth the while? Tiana, how say you? Where do you think this division winds up? One, two, three, four. See, I do think that the Bucs are not going to finish. I don't think they're going to finish in fourth place. I think mm. they're much better than I thought they were going to be. I would have put them fourth to start with. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm really buying into this new Baker Mayfield because the new offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay is Dave Canales, who was brought Purdy's quarterbacks coach in San Francisco. And he, he turned a lot of quarterbacks around. And uh, listen, I don't like Baker Mayfield. The Georgia Bulldogs played against him in the Rose Bowl. You know, he's trash to me. I'm never going to like him. But I do see a lot of improvement in his game this year. And I think they came up against a really hot Philadelphia defense. Definitely think, true. Yeah, and they can't stop the run again, which they couldn't do last year. So to me, that part hasn't changed. They also aren't very good at the run. So they really can only air it out. And I felt like Philadelphia's defense was really on point. You know, I think their offense is still trash. I don't think that they can. <laughs> All they can do is push it uh, across for fourth down, but they're not airing it out like they were. And if they don't have a running game, they have nothing right now. So I, I, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm, I'm like cautiously optimistic about that three and O season. But I think I still think the Falcons could edge it out at at one, and I would take the uh, the Saints two. The Panthers, uh, I mean the the Bucks three. I'm sorry, I would go Falcons, Bucks, Saints, Panthers. We talked Tiana a couple few weeks ago about the weird thing in pro football that it takes a backseat in SEC country in the southeastern portion mm -hmm. of football America to college football, and it's not just the SEC; it's also the ACC. Um, but it is weird. Like, what gives, Martin? Both Souths are just about perennially the two worst divisions in pro football. What goes on here already? That the because the fans are relatively apathetic has no has nothing to do or does it? I guess maybe free agents, free agents don't care. It's not like I don't think the fans are into it enough there. So therefore I'm going to go to some northern uh team. I mean that that it's very strange that both the NFC and F NFC South are always in the running for worst division, right? I mean, you say it's very strange, but the slogan of the SEC is literally it means more. 
It means more. The SEC means more than the NFL. And you know what? Let's be honest. Realistically speaking, Alabama lost to Texas two weeks ago and then only beat South Florida by 14, and everybody's ready to kill Nick Saban. The Falcons are 2-0, and and Desmond Ritter, I mean, 2-1, uh, uh, and one, and Desmond Ritter has completed about 24 passes on the year. And everybody's like, hey, it's different. It's a new day in Atlanta. That's, that's right there is explaining the difference, right? There. You know what? I think, you know, though, why Falcons fans, for myself, are more uh, confident. A, we have to get Desmond more reps, and we have to get him up to speed. And, like, the speed – like, to me, the, the last – two games better than the first game. He was finally feeling the pressure in the pocket as opposed to watching the pressure unfold in the pocket. He was looking at the defenders coming at him. And now you can see that he's getting more pocket presence and he has moments of greatness. But the, the biggest thing for me is that we have Heineke on the bench. And to me, that guy is clutch and awesome. And, and I, and we have that like, you know, when in doubt, pull Heineke parachute. You know what's weird with the Falcons to me is I've I, I've named them previously. If you look at their veteran pieces that have been assembled from across uh, the football landscape over the last 15, 20 years, they should be called the expendables. They're an interesting <laughs> collection of of old guys. But on offense, you know, it, it's it's semi unusual becoming less so over the last three or five years, what the Falcons are trying to do to to win. But if you just think about that. It's a quarterback league, but they always say also it's a star league. And if you think about star power, I mean, they have B. John Robinson, mm-hmm. um, who is as a specimen, the most talented guy mm-hmm. in his position. Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. has never really fully paid off. And yet he is still held up as the ultimate physical specimen at his position. So they, they they're halfway there. That said, I'm going to stick with my preseason pick. Very, very um cautiously i'm gonna stick with the saints because i'm riding that defense the return of of camara they will get over on the bucks they always do over the last three or four years i know it's different coaching staffs quarterbacks and everything else no matter the saints will win that one and they'll knock the bucks further down the panthers i know there are 14 games left but they're already zero and three it's too far gone for them <laughs> so it's going to be the falcons at two and then i am going to say the buccaneers Hold off the Panthers. The future is bright. The current is not. Um, so that's how I do. Martin, my other question for you is, as we bring up the South, is does it stand out to you as weird? I know they're one and two, and they got whipped by the Colts in week two, but then they went to Duval County and hammered those Jags. Is it weird that the Texans are nine to one to win the bum AFC South in your book? Or is that discount as a lame fun bet? <laughs> no, 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 it does not, Dave. And I bet it before I bet it before last week. And if you listen to Lemon Pepper Parlay, what you heard me tell was tell Mark Gunnels, don't you put Jacksonville in that survivor pool. Don't you do it, my friend. Now, I would have suggested the Patriots because Zach Wilson is not an NFL quarterback. And and you know what? This close to losing that one, too, because if Randall Cobb has somehow been in the right spot, that just goes to show you how quick the margins are, because there's no way they should have won it. But I was all over this. I th- I I tweeted it out at two, and I, they were, everybody was on two, and somebody responded like, "Yo, Texans at eleven to one right now to win the division. Feels like good money." I bet mm-hmm. it then. I bet it again on on the Monday. And no, Dave, this is this is not just a lame fun bet. This thing has legs, and you know mm-hmm. why it has legs? 
because CJ Stroud, Stroud is that guy. Let's. He is yeah. that guy. He is that guy. Mm-hmm. He is. Well, he is I that mean, guy. I, I have no, I have no uh, powerhouse argument. And keep in mind that their offensive line is going to get better as the year goes on. You know what? Not only Let's better, healthier this. too. Let's They're missing this. starters. But I also think though that the Jaguar, I do think that the Jaguars will come around. You know what I mean? Like I think Doug sure. Peterson is a is a good coach. I think he's the best coach in the AFC South. Uh, and I, you know, I don't think you can ever count out Trevor Lawrence. I think Ridley is, you know, is kind of experiencing a little bit of what Deshaun Watson experienced, like coming back. Like you're just a little rusty. Like you're just. He was missing lots of catches over the weekend. I don't anticipate that being a problem by like week four or five. Whether or not it's too late by then, we'll find out. But I don't think you can really count out. the. I think it'll come down to the Jags and the Texans, though. And I think it's been really fun to watch C.J. Stroud. Well, the other thing is, too, is that the Colts are two and one. And so the sooner Mm -hmm. they can get Anthony Richardson back, do not buy the Mirage. Of the backup QB, even if it is the glorious Gardner Minshew, Mm. he is a pumpkin. Like all backup (laughs) QBs are pumpkins. He can seduce you for a week or three. Like maybe this guy should be the full-time. No, he should not be. We have seen enough of Gardner. (laughs) Hopefully he survives if you're a Colts fan for another week and carries you to a victory. But do not buy that he is the better option for you for the remainder of this year. Okay, so I say Saints at plus 125 to get back to the NFC South to get it done. You're going, Tiana, to say Falcons are going to ultimately take it at plus 150. I do still think the Falcons will win. And Martin was in on it long before everybody else with the Falcons, but now it's a paltry plus 150. So ride with him there if, if uh, that's your wish. Okay, you let's know what get I think is another plus odds bet that you can make right now? Go the ahead. Saints to miss the playoffs. Oh. That's, that's a kooky <sighs> one. Why is, Martin, here's uh, the thing, Tiana. There's, there's two kind of fans. I am I yeah here's the thing we should we should figure this out this should become a recurring segment like how to fan the do's and don'ts of fandom a fan conduct policy Goodell tried to make one 20 years ago it hasn't exactly stuck we should fill in the blanks of it and where do you come down on on Martin Weiss's behavior Sarah Tiana he is how do you describe yourself do people call you a homer I hope so I mean, I don't you know if you're, you're not doing your job right unless you just believe that your team is the best, even if you're delusional about it. I mean, I don't pick the Falcons to win every like I didn't pick them to beat the Lions in my own pool. I think I picked them in our work pool because it was against the spread. But um, I also don't ever bet on my own teams because that's just my own uh, superstition when it comes. I'm smart, I think. It's a yeah, I, I don't want to be pain, right. Yeah, I don't want to invest in any of the pain. But um, no, I always, like I said, I don't think the Bulldogs are good. I still expect them to win. And I'll still say, you know, I think we're going to compete and we're probably going to go to the SEC championship. But do I, do I think that we will win the, the overall? No, I don't think so. I bet the Bulldogs under 11 and a half. If you, if you bet them over uh-huh. that, you, you're betting on them to go undefeated. College football, they're like 19-year-olds yeah. playing there. They're fallible human beings, so I'm going to expect that yeah. they slip Our up. speed is just – we're just not as fast as we were last year. We were we were a much faster team. And, and, um, but what do you think, playing. though, Tiana, about this, this, this Martin Weiss behavior where he has announced, <laughs> I mean, over and over again, how down he is on the Saints? What do you think of that? What, what's he doing? Is he – 
Is this insulating himself from the coming pain? Like you don't want to bet on your team to lose money on top of having your heart broken by your team. Is this what Martin's doing in advance of the game? Yeah, I don't know if it's just like a defense mechanism to to make sure that like even if they if they do win, you're like, well, I didn't think that would happen. And you're always just excited as opposed to it's kind of that same argument of like, would you rather lose the Super Bowl or not even be close to making it? Well, Martin, what do you, what do you all, say about this? I'd rather like, lose I'm, the Super Bowl, 100%. I'd rather lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd rather lose the Super Bowl. I know that the 28-3 hurts, but at least yeah. you were invited to the dance. That's the <laughs> big thing. At least you were there. You got to hear the music. You can see what it feels like. You wore your nice suit and tie, and you walked in there and at least got to experience what it was like. Otherwise, you'll always have the wonder, of what is it like? Now you know. <laughs> now you can get back. But here's the thing. You have to understand. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on a second. Because that's that's stinking thinking right there. I remember 28 to 3 as a Falcons fan. I remember that the Steelers against the Packers, Super Bowl 45. Believe it or not, kids, Aaron Rodgers did actually get to a Super Bowl. And he actually won it once he got there. I know, crazy. Um, he beat the Steelers. And at one point, it was 21 to 3 at the end, I think, of the first half. And I thought to myself, I wish the Steelers wouldn't have made the Super Bowl because now they're going to get embarrassed. And if they get historically shamed, you're going to have a hard time ever washing that stink off. It's so bad. I thought to myself, I would rather have lost to Mark Sanchez's Jets a couple of weekends ago than get hammered on the biggest stage Dave, by Dave, the Dave. Packers. Of course, that's what I want. I'm they a made winner. the Falcons loss in the Super Bowl into a movie. Yeah, that's Brady. not good. I don't want to be remembered but like you that. You will not understand. You know what it is? It's funny because the guy who talks about society's opinions on Mount Pius, mm -hmm. you live on the Mount Pius of sport fandom. You are okay. a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. You understand? The mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers Righteous. have right. finished under 500 in like the last 40 years. Mm. Do you understand? That, that you can say that. dumb things like, oh, I would have not, I would have rather lost to the wild card than the Super Bowl because, of because embarrassing. You have a reasonable expectation that you one day may be back in that scenario. Why would you not? You make the playoffs every single year, no matter if Duck Hodges is there, Ben Roethlisberger, or whoever. You but listen to me. What are you three? Doing? You had three head coaches in, in, in the same time it took the United States to have approximately 25 presidents. Right. You are <laughs> the, the, the bedrock uh, of standardization in, in Pittsburgh. The standard is the standard. When you I grew up going to football games in which people were wearing bags over their heads because they were ashamed <laughs> to be seen on the television cameras for spending their money to go see that team play. You no. made your bed lying. That's not my problem. I don't know what <laughs> decision you made when you were six years old, but you also root for the Lions. And my pushback on what you're saying is, like, who was that? Marinelli who went 0-16? Uh, is that mm -hmm. who it was? Was that? I mean, you never wash that stink off. Whatever else you do, if you achieve historic levels of ineptitude, people remember it decades later. It's the same thing as when... The Browns, the best thing about the Brownies is not just that they tanked that to get the first overall pick, but that they used it on Baker Mayfield. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. But like, 
Do you have any dignity when Hugh Jackson? No, because okay, so you have this, this one. Like, so, we got to write the ship. Like, not by going 0 16. You can't go 0 16 uh, on purpose. But you make it seem like that 0 16 is just, and obviously it's just one year, but it's not in a vacuum. It's surrounded by a bunch of 3 and 13s and 2 and 14s. Mm-hmm. And then, and then every so often, you know, you're three and three through six games, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, we got a shot. And then you realize, no, we don't. We're just going to go ahead and lose the next nine of these things, and it's over with. Like, it is over with before it even starts. That's the difference right there. So, of course, I'd rather have made the Super Bowl and lost than never made it at all. Because Yeah, but you're insulating yourself from the possibility by announcing that the Saints stink. And I kind of get it in this sense. I... I'm not a religious guy, you know, and people always tell me like, yeah, but you know, what about what, what do you think is going to happen? You know, in the afterlife, I'm like, you know, I hope you're right. Everybody, you know, I assume that the lights go out and they stay off for the, for the rest of the time, but I'd be more than happy to be wrong on that one. If I am, and you're anticipating, if you're a, if you're a God fearing sort and you're like, yeah, okay. When I leave the mortal coil, guess what? heaven for eternity then if that happens for you you'll like your eyes will open you'll be like oh there is a heaven great i always thought so imagine me i'll be like i was wrong all right i'm in heaven for eternity i don't think you get to celebrate that way if you're wrong about the saints if they go to the super bowl you don't get to be the drunken like i'm glad to be wrong you were the doubter they don't want that kind of doubt you think dennis allen is happy to to see you cheering for him when you doubted them a couple weeks ago i'll say you tiana oh i don't know i don't even know where to weigh in on this (laughs) tiana left the conversation about four months look I've been wrong before. <laughs> I've been wrong about things that are way more important than this. And you know what? I somehow survived it and rooted for the best possible outcome. Like, I thought the world was going to end around April of 2020. I was wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean I'm not happy that we're still around. You know what I'm saying? That we're still working. And the, like the, the, the world seemingly moved on. I was wrong. I was happy about being wrong. But I thought I thought. OK, was let, well, then, I, then was again. I do think it's harder to loot to watch your team lose 17 games than it is to watch them lose one. I you know what? I, I was, do think it's harder. Remember when the what? Cubs were on were on I, WGN all the time? I always thought my old man was a Red Sox fan. And so I got to experience both kinds of pain. When I was growing up, it was like the Cubs were out of it by, you know, by mid-June. It was over for them. Mm-hmm. And then their fans could just get drunk and just enjoy summertime and the ball game and the atmosphere without any any edge of, I hope we win. Well, it doesn't matter. where This is what we are. Huh. Versus the Red Sox fan getting teed up. And I know I, I'm a big journey over destination guy. So if they carry you through a long, hot summer, great. But is it worth the pain that they caused you in 75? No. You, know you know what pain is, Dave? You know what pain is, Dave? And I'm Boone about to break it into you with, with real breaking news in this moment. This is what pain is. Pain is drafting a guy with the seventh overall pick in the NBA draft and him turning into a perennial all-pro and him being the man and then averaging 50 points a game through a stretch through through a 10-game stretch, uh, all-star, all that, top 75 player. You're going to announce it, aren't you? And then, and then 
You don't make a single NBA finals with this person. Not not a one. I don't even think you, you maybe win three conference games, three conference finals games max. And then you know what happens? That Damian Lillard, who you probably growing up loving as a fan of the Portland Trailblazers, gets traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. The and Milwaukee you know what that means? Bucks! Another small market team, Milwaukee. Right. Instead of being Portland, Milwaukee is the one that is going to reap all the benefits uh, that you that you wish you could have gotten out of Damian Lillard. You not telling me you would have rather have won a champ or tried to win a championship there. Stop it. So I right now, Portland. Tiana, Portland. let's do so. Wait, he's to the Milwaukee Bucks for what? Now that's the question. Do we know no. any spaghetti behind yep. the glass? Yep, I'm going to break in right now. So Lillard goes to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first-round pick, and an unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and, and 2030 to the Blazers. Now the Phoenix Suns land Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So three-team deal with uh, Milwaukee, Trailblazers, and the Phoenix Suns. So wow. Aiden and Holiday get lost up in Portland, unfortunately for the both of them. Boy, that's an interesting move from the Suns, isn't it, Martin? Well, Aiden yeah. makes too much money. I, I get it, and he was ineffective, as is every other human being against Jokic. So I guess uh, you know, surround and, and shoot him down with the with their killers on the perimeter this year is the order of the day in Phoenix, right? I mean, yeah. Trying to figure this out. So heartbreaking for Portland fans. But they saw it coming, though. Tiana, we have to do it. Because you see it coming doesn't make it feel any better, Dave. Believe me, it it sucks. My heart goes out to you, Portland. What what goes on with the Pacific Northwest? That Kevin Durant now uh, forever ago – forced his way out now damon lillard pacific northwest i haven't spent a ton of time up there but i hear it's lovely and yet all the grace and allen does belong up there grace and allen is that did he go up there grace and allen is going to phoenix oh phoenix are they just all guards in phoenix now is that what they all i mean is that uh bunch of swing guys yusuf nurkic is a big man he'll be Uh, probably playing a lot of minutes for them Interesting, Tiana. Let's build off of what we did last week. Uh, re- win play show. We did, Martin, the worst sports towns to be a fan right now <laughs> is Milwaukee, skyrocketed itself uh. to the very top of the list. Consider their case. The I Milwaukee mean, Bucks are now the favorite, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be the East's favorite. The Packers are better than a lot of people expected. And yeah. if they win on Thursday night, then they will control the the rest of the way in the NFC North. The Brewers are once again the central champs. These are heady days. Wisconsin is kind of turning it around a little bit, I think, right? Yeah, After but their, even, if you don't, even if you're not a big Wisconsin football fan, at least Jordan Love has given you nothing to hate. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that whole the whole NFL offseason, just like everything talking about Aaron Rodgers leaving. It's like it felt like it was pretty brutal time to be a fan up there. So I think it's great that all this stuff is moving, you know, turning around for them. I think it's awesome. And it furthers the, you know, I mean, Drew Holiday is a legit piece, Um, Mm -hmm. of course. I, I, again, the Bucks will be the the favorite when all the the dust settles here. Um, 
I wonder with um with the Bucks are that okay, so Milwaukee isn't that maybe the place to be a sports town unless it's Kansas City, Missouri. This is where all the where all the the cools are hanging out. All the the kids are online looking at all this. So let's talk about this other big story going on right now. And any other thoughts on the NBA? Certainly share them here as we get this news on Dame Lillard, the big move. But let me squeeze in a quick break here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full, the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler or West Virginia, 1 800 Gambler.net, New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I want to start with you here, Tiana, With before mm-hmm. we get into Travis Kelsey and what it means and Taylor Swift and the rest of pro football. And if this is now a gateway to pop stars and pro football players hooking up more and more. <laughs> um, 
bottom line it for me. I, as Martin can tell you, and Spaghetti, I'm pretty good at identifying some handsome men. Like some of them, I'm like, that guy, Tom Brady, <gasps> handsome devil. Like I can tell you that Brad Pitt is a handsome <laughs> devil. Other guys, I'm like, really? I, I mean, I would never know. Would never, like, <laughs> I remember when Speed came out, people were like, Keanu Reeves is super hot. And I'm like, that guy is considered good looking? And they're like, oh yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yes, of course. The Maroon 5 guy, never would know. He's considered <laughs> to be a handsome guy. Super handsome guy, though. Not by everyone. Maybe Garoppolo. Yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. know. I didn't know. Like, I guess if I looked at him, I'd be like, okay, I guess I see he's not Tom Brady, but he's he's a handsome devil. But then people tell me, oh, Travis Kelsey, handsome or no? Very handsome. Is he? And you know what? You know what else is handsome about Travis is that he is a bucket of personality. Like, no, no, funny. no. That's no, not what yeah, I'm talking I... about. I'm talking about he walks into the room. Do you go like, who's yeah. that? He's guy? commanding when he walks into a room. Yeah. He's very commanding. Like when you walk, but, he walks into a room. You he's a big dude, so automatically you're looking. But yeah, that, that's buddy. an antiquated reference and way to look at this, Dave. Tiana, the question is: Does he stop your scrolling on Instagram? That's the new walking into the room. If you're scrolling yeah, I, on Instagram, you see, he's like, "Whoa, I gotta stop and take a look at this." No, I don't think you're just like, "Oh, wow, look at how hot he looks." Like you're just like, he's always just interesting. He's what interesting. He's fun. I love him. He is such a nice, nice guy. I'm a vain guy. And anybody who recognizes me several years after he and I met that he, he, you know, he was kind to me a couple of times. Like you remember having met me somewhere. That's, that's enough to win poor vain Dave over, but he's a delightful character, funny at every turn. And his irreverence plays at different levels. Like he he's reached that place in life where he can mess with. I mean, like he could be with Joe Biden uh, at the White House and he mm -hmm. could he could pants Biden and everybody would laugh. Like, <laughs> ah, Kelsey, uh, you know, watch this guy like so he can uh, get away with anything he wants to. I don't get the aesthetic, though. Like the short, like I don't the earrings and the 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 get up to go. You're going out with Taylor Swift. You're taking your one shot and you wear that well, like zoot it is, thing. No, I mean he's he's different. He has his own style, and he's you know I think she is probably the first white girl he's dated in a long time. You know what hmm. I mean? But I think that he uh, just has conf a confidence and an air about him. He's very good at taking a joke. We've worked together many times. I've made fun of him countless times in mm. front of thousands of people. He always laughs. He always hands it up. He always thinks it's funny. Or Where'd you work with him? Does. What is this braggadocia? Uh, <laughs> Look how she worked that in, Martin. You hear that? Yeah. I'd oh, by the way, we've worked together countless times. Travis. Well, I mean, I've worked, I did the big slick with him quite a few times in Kansas City, which is the big charity event that mm -hmm. Stone Street and Riggle and Paul Rudd and everybody does. Um, and so him and Mahomes come there a lot. And so, you know, and then I did the ESPYs with him. So I was his point person on the ESPYs when he did all the, um, the little throwaways and I'm always giving him jokes and, you know, he's very good. He's very good at telling jokes and taking notes and he wants to be funny. He wants to be good. He was, you know, he has a great you, work ethic. If you well, had to marry, I'm, I'm asking this one to you first, Martin. If you had to marry <laughs> Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey, 
or Taylor Swift? Let's open it up to those three. Who would you most want to be married to? Jason. That's, that's because why? Close. Why? Uh, well, first of all, like Jason is the he's he, to me he's the one that's the real person. He's down to earth, plays yeah. center, so you know he's actually down to earth. You know, and I like the fact that you know he's not afraid to wear his hair in a way that makes him comfortable. Like I I, I never met Travis Kelsey nor Jason nor Taylor for that matter, but just to go along with this, I never met Travis Kelsey, but I knew he was probably uh, uh, keen to jokes when I saw that mustache that he's got. Cause that thing <laughs> is a joke. Right. And then like no. with, with the whole Taylor thing, you know, we go from like, Hey, we're kind of casually dating to like next week you're in the box next to my mom. Like, well, you know, can, can we, can we text a little bit first? Can we FaceTime? Uh, that's, that's really giving me like single woman in her thirties energy. It's like, yeah, we got to meet up. We got to meet the family right now. What are we doing? I didn't, no I didn't love that. that. I, I'm that with happened. you on that. Oh, my God. You guys are such dudes. Like, there's Why? no way Hold that's on. how you that happened. You just asked me who I wanted to date. And I'm just saying from the, from the outside looking in, it seems to me that Jason is 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 the most down to earth. And like, you know, what are we going to like? Well, like he would run to the grocery store and get the, the eggs if we needed to get the eggs. Like that. No, here's what I think with Taylor. Here's my opinion with Taylor Swift on this is she was in a tough spot. Hey, come watch me play football. She doesn't do the whole thing about like, where am I going to sit and with whom and all of that? Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh, girl, how neat. Yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. Then you're in a box and with his family and everything that you have to perform and you have to be energetic, but you have to thread the needle like you don't know him and you don't know anything about football I thought she was a little bit too enthusiastic, given all those things. She, she was the most excited about it. But then she's jammed up like, how do I how am I supposed to like what level of enthusiasm do I show? Because the guy I'm here to watch is scored like I felt for her in that spot. I do think, though, oh, like high school girls, she ever get over it. <laughs> well, I think high school girls, I've always thought like they if you're an appealing 17, 18, 19, 20 year old, you know, well, you know, really from about whatever, 16 to 25 year old woman, if you're an appealing, the world can be, if you choose to be your oyster, you can date the job. You can date the BMOC, the handsome QB, the, the wise acre nerd. You can, you can have all the flavors. What does this say about where Taylor is in her life to us? I start with you here, Tiana. Like, does this, is this the one? And who does this benefit more long-term? Clearly it would seem to benefit Travis. I'm talking from dating exploits. Like you I, with Taylor Swift, you can have me then, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no question that this benefits Travis a lot, you know, but I do see the attraction between the two because I hmm. think when you are somebody like Taylor Swift, it is very hard for you to date anybody because obviously you have a history of writing music about them and you're kind of the, you're always going to be the most famous. So how do you find somebody that is comfortable with your fame? And she normally dates guys that are kind of wafy, like actors. That's you know, what I'm getting like at. The range alty. physically of what right. she's gone for is wild within and the span of a couple of years. is big, strong. He pursued her. He's at the top of his game when it comes to the NFL. Very famous. Everybody knows what who he is. Funny, charming, comes from a good family, has his own business, does everything. He's all about her. And he could beat the 
at a scooter brawn and Kanye West whenever she wants. So I think she's like, yeah, fine. This is fun. Like nobody ever, I guarantee guys don't pursue her. I guarantee it because they think there's no way this is possible. And Travis Kelsey didn't do that. He goes, yeah, no, what do you mean? This is possible. Do we know that? He did? How do we know that? that He said he gave her a friendship bracelet with his number on it. Oh. And he didn't get to meet her. He gave it to somebody. And then he's just kind of been publicly talking about it. So obviously word gets back. I guarantee they've just been texting and communicating. And this is the first time they truly got to hang out in person. And unfortunately, it was for everybody in the world to see. So there's like a little bit of, you know, it's, it's pretty daunting. You're not going to hold hands. Like I was telling Martin earlier before we got on, like, you just met, like, you really, like, you've been talking. and Right, maybe that's what I'm saying, being in the box. Like, when they're walking by, like, of course they're not where holding else hands. They barely know sit? each other. Where else is she going to sit? In well, I know, that's what I'm saying. I feel bad for her on that spot. It's like, oh, I got to yeah. sit with it next to his mom? Like, I can't but be it's as not like she, she is. She's known she him loves, his whole life. She likes competition. She likes fun. She's from Pennsylvania. It's not like she's not, some, you know, has no idea what football is. You know, she gets it, I think. And and this is fun for her to finally get to do something that's not, huh? I didn't know she was from Pennsylvania. Yeah, they moved to Nashville when she was 12 for her. But Oh, right. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. Yeah, because she makes a big deal out of the Tennessee thing, right? Yes, she was, you know, born in like early life in Pennsylvania. Then when she wanted to pursue music, the family moved her to Nashville when she was young. Wait a second. I'm from Pittsburgh. My wife is from Tennessee. Taylor is how? (laughs) Oh, no, it couldn't have worked. (laughs) That one. Um, Okay. Over, under, I don't know how to how to address this and wrap (laughs) up this little conversation. Um, Over, under. Number of lovers for Travis Kelsey going forward, one and a half the rest of his life. Martin Weiss, how say you? <laughs> I'll take the over. You think yeah. he has, he'll have, well, listen, he's 34, 35. He could settle down right now and, you know, have a happy, you know, back nine in his existence. I mean, Tiana, how yeah, say he you? could, but I mean, also, I'm going to go ahead and bet on 50% of marriages ended in divorce anyway. Well, I love love. <laughs> so like I guess one and a half is a safe bet. Tiana. I would take the over as well. You're going to say that just this for the is rest not... of his life, just for the rest of his life. Yeah. Anything can happen. So it's not a forever. Even if they make it and have kids, it's still a Hollywood relationship. Like Are they together Hollywood. six months from now, Tiana? Yeah. I say really? yes. That's nice. And I, think... I was actually posing this question because in uh, on the Super Bowl, on the day of the Super Bowl, she has a concert in Tokyo and I told Chris, uh, my husband, I was like, what's more likely <laughs> she moves her concert in Tokyo to go watch the Super Bowl or the NFL moves the Super Bowl so that Taylor can <laughs> either way, Martin is there to root on his Saints, but he has a bag on his head. And we're like, what are you doing <laughs> yeah. here? You didn't think this whole time. Um, OK, so what does uh, the other question then that this leads to is what is, you know, What's next? Not with Travis and Taylor, but now that they've set the table, who else sits down for the big buffet of pop star slash football playing relationship? Tiana, I'm going to start with you here. Who is? I don't even know who's married and who's not. Well, I looked it up. So I'm like thinking of like the most eligible bachelors in the NFL and like, let's get them some 
pop star, like famous lovers in there. Not just like your, your Josh Allen, Haley Steinfeld, you know, I think they're still together. Right. But I don't know if she comes to any of his games. Um, for me, one of the most eligible bachelors. I had no idea. This indicates my age. I did not. I had to look up who Haley Steinfeld was when I heard that. I'm like, why do I, should I know who that is? And when I looked her up, I was like, I feel good because there is no reason I would know who she is. There's like her, our Venn diagrams do not overlap anywhere. But anyway. Also friends with Taylor, by the way. Is she? Okay. That that could benefit them in no way. Um, So I think really fun bachelors are Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, obviously, because he's super hottie. So I think he likes the older ladies. So I would see him with, Marie Osmond. Diana Ross. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Marie Osmond lives in Vegas. I'm like, oh, maybe Marie Osmond. um, That would be a big news story. She's kind of a mess, and he does, like, export Wait a second. Wait, Marie Osmond, famously a Utah, right? Yeah, Mormon. Mormon. Zach Wilson. Uh Now we're cooking with gas. Look, I'm making the heart. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, any kind of Vegas celebrity I think is good for Jimmy Garoppolo. I also think um, Justin Herbert, very big catch in the NFL right now. Yeah. I mean, he's throwing out. Everybody else is catching everything that he throws. So why why can't he catch a, a nice lady? And so he's kind of a cerebral guy, but he also doesn't like to cut his hair. And so I think he needs somebody to kind of help him with his style. So I would go Miley Cyrus for him since he is an L.A. guy and he lives out here. I I don't see that pair, but maybe they fit very nicely like a yin and a yang. She's Mm -hmm. wild and he's very laid back. Maybe that fits just perfectly. Right. Yeah. Or like a Mindy Kaling, because Justin Herbert did want to be a doctor and Mindy Kaling is like. You know, really smart. <laughs> My other okay. one is like Sauce Gardner because I would just love for Sauce Gardner to be with somebody that can compliment the word sauce. Okay. And I can't really think of anybody except for like BB Rexa. <laughs> like saw BB and sauce. Um, <laughs> ice spice. I, I wrote down spice. ice spice. Oh, I wrote down no ice spice. Okay. What do you have? Imagine Martin, the food I- debates. Yeah, dry rub versus wet, like you know, lemon <laughs> pepper versus barbecue. Ice spice has to take the lemon pepper side. Sauce has to take the barbecue. Uh-huh. Sauce is like, look, I got so much more range. I got barbecue. I got buffalo. I, you know, I got right. all these other ones. She's like, but lemon pepper is the goaded wing and a great podcast. Oh, what would man. what would happen if you know it was a big deal when um you know if you believe the the rumors that Brady forced Garoppolo out of Foxborough and sent yeah. across Football America. What would happen if Jimmy G, if, if like there were rumors out there, is dating Giselle? Or <laughs> what if Zach Wilson, how would uh-huh. it go over if Zach Wilson started to date? Danica Patrick? Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to say the actor. The, the actor. What's Olivia her name? Munn. Munn, but then there was even the more recent woman. Who he was with? Oh, 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 oh you know what I'm uh, talking about. Pretty Little Lies or the, yeah. the Liars Lever Fire or whatever that show was. Oh, Shailene Woodley. There you go. Shailene Woodley. Oh, oh my God, good job, Martin. We got Jordan there. Love and Shailene Woodley. Oh, now, that would be a story. That would be a story. That would be a story. That would be a good story. 
As the NFL is really scripted, but that is a that is a true story. Uh, that's good. So who do you land fun. on with Sauce? Because I, I I am intrigued. He's in the New York New Jersey area. What do you think, Martin? I I, I think Ice Spice is a fun one, just with the the because of be their names. Spice. It's got to be yeah. Ice Spice, and like Cam- Cameron said it on his show. He's like, you just had to get her a pizza. So I think it would be a perfect like they're two young kids. You know, howling yeah. around New York City, figuring out the subway stops. Yeah, there, there you go. That's that's it. Cute. All right, Cute. good times. I think uh, we're in the home stretch here now. Um, yeah. So I do want I, I I mentioned it, and so I feel like we should uh, we should pay it off here. Talk about um, Martin. You keep your eye pretty close on uh, all things baseball as we're heading into the final days here. Start us off because we know where Tian is going to come down. <laughs> And who you think the National League MVP should be? I think me and Tiana are probably going to agree with each other. Oh, I think it's Acuna because mm-hmm. because it's like he's like a seventy forty season right now. The Braves are incredible, and as much as I wanted to give it to Mookie Betts, it's like Acuna. I feel like on a night in night out, is just delivering things that we haven't seen on a baseball diamond in quite some time. But isn't but, but I mean you know minor pushback. I don't think you're crazy either way. Whether you lean uh, Mookie or Acuna, but you know Mookie's doing historic things as well this season. It's it's I, I don't want to put it on par with 1941, of course, batting 400 versus 56 game hit streak. But they're both doing remarkably historic offensive things. Mm-hmm. Uh, not offensive, of, offensive, but not <laughs> offensive. You know what I mean. Sure. So it's hard it's hard to to draw the line on which is more impressive and I guess you guys are both coming down on uh on the Cunha side spaghetti way in here why don't you tell us uh, what you think here cuz I I I mean like I'm it, it's as I always laugh about 15 years ago when people would get into death matches about who's better Peyton or Brady it's like neither answer is crazy guys they're the two best you're not insane yeah. in either direction mm-hmm. but spaghetti way in if you would I think the answer is Acuna to win MVP. Just when you guys put this in the rundown, I just did a quick search, you know, the the base runners on Twitter and just other articles that were written in every article that mentions Mookie Betts. It's like, well, Mookie Betts has to do a lot the final weeks of the season to catch up. It seems like a lot of catch up. Um, and like Martin said, a great season on a great team. I think it's probably mm-hmm. a lot that he's going to win it. Okay. I, I'm not going to fight you guys too hard on it, but I I mean, you know, what a, what a wild year for Betts. I think the thing that dents him just a little bit is I don't know if a hundred percent of people who have their eyes on the NL West go bets over Freeman. And that always is a factor too. And in yeah, how somebody takes a vote from you or, or a couple of votes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, Freeman obviously is like the king of doubles this year, but like, I think the biggest, you know, somebody made an article, like everyone's saying that the it's coming down to war, you know, MVP is a war, a war, uh, a war award wins above a replacement mm-hmm. and Mookie edges out Acuna in war a little bit. But to me, that's because Mookie plays second base a lot. And like, there's, you just get more balls hit to you. Like it, like there's just so much more going on when you can play second base as opposed, as opposed to playing right field. But to me, the biggest thing for Acuna, obviously, is the 40-70 season, but it's also the power off the bat. You know, Mookie Betts hits home. Has, they have about the same amount of home runs. I think Acuna has three or four more. 
But like Mookie's home runs go barely over the fence and Acuna's go like <laughs> what about, so far. That'd be great if a voter cited that as his reason. Like he just <laughs> well, said his home runs count. go farther. I mean, that's that's well, the I mean, they, you why not? It's, about, it's just as made up as war. War is just somebody doing right. math. Why don't you yeah, just calculate the distance of home runs traveled? I'm with you, Tiana. Yeah. All right. And it's like the speed off the bat. Uh, also, his strikeout rate has gone down 11% this year. And he didn't even strike out that much last year. He struck out 23% of the time. This year, it's down to 12. And this month, it's down to 8. So it's like, you know, as a leadoff hitter, I think that's all you can ask for is just the fact that he gets on base. You know, obviously, he has 40 more stolen bases than Mookie. And, you know, people go, oh, well, that's because of the rule changes this year. And it's like, well, the rule changes aren't just for the Braves. Every team can steal bases as much as they want, you know, and Mookie's fast and he's a leadoff hitter. And if he's on base that much, why isn't can he I tell you something yeah. I, that connecting of the two plus two? I have not thought of, but I have heard that argument about like, well, the bases and that's aiding Acuna's stolen base totals. Like, so what the bases, <laughs> the bases are there for uh, bets to steal uh, as well. That's mm -hmm. I, I, that has, I, I've been like, yeah, that, that shouldn't really, that has really helped uh, Acuna's numbers out there. <laughs> so what bets could do it too. Great it reminds point. me of like the, it reminds me of the Jordan or any really debate of Jordan LeBron or that era versus the newer era. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, guys just didn't shoot threes back then. I was like, well, that was dumb. They should have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The oh, well, the other was, side to me is the line's that been is, there the whole time. It's they been could've. there. Like, <laughs> well, that, the other side of that is when people can't give Shaq credit. Like, well, I mean, yeah. it was way bigger than everybody else. Like, yeah, well, that's a yeah, that's that's sure. that uh, probably informed their decision to draft them first overall. Like that he was big. <laughs> These are things that they're factoring in when weighing who to to use a draft pick on is their, yeah. their dimensions and speed and otherwise. What are we talking about? All right, let's bring it on home here with our best bets. This has been a fun episode, I think. And uh, also- Wait, fun. can I do another Dave Damjack impression real quick? <laughs> Back to the eligible bachelors in the NFL. <laughs> you want to wrap it up. I made a list too, and I want to oh, share some of mine. I'm sorry, I thought you were jumping in. Okay, please share. I made a list as well. I said Jimmy G, who Travis Kelsey could take some notes from, because mm -hmm. this is the last time Jimmy G was really good at football. Okay. Remember a few years back when he went to that restaurant Beverly Hills with Kiara Mia? Maybe he <laughs> needs to get back with her. And also, Travis, that's how you go on a date. Boom. Oh, not at well, your game. You could. Where, how are they supposed to talk at the game? You know what I'm saying? He's got a lot of stuff, stuff going on. Have you all seen the show Only Murders in the Building? Yes. Yes. Okay. So Justin Herbert should date Mabel Mora because they're both good looking, oh. but are both very, very boring when they talk. Mabel Mora in that show sounds like she's playing. You mean Selena Gomez or the character of Mabel Mora? The I don't, I'm not familiar enough with Selena Gomez's game to know if this is how she always is. But I this uh, my girlfriend watches this show and this is this it's only one TV so I'm captured. You know, what else am I supposed to do? Read a book. So it sounds like she's reading out loud as uh you know as she's going through her lines. It's like they have to stop and read. They're gonna do it again with more energy. They're like, Guess all right, what? that's good. Also, Selena Gomez, one of the few people on Instagram that has more followers than Taylor Swift. 
She does. Selena Gomez. Oh yeah, Selena Gomez Why? has four hundred and twenty-nine million followers. What in the on hell? Instagram. What does Selena and Gomez do before only murders? She in was the building? a singer. She's a singer. She came up. She was like a pop star, like a young like fan, what? Like sing one song that I would know. You want to be good for you, good for you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't recognize it. Okay. Well, no, I want to be good for you, good for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that you know, song Dave, is. With that haircut, you kind of look like you could be in a band. Um, what did you do that little dance right there? You know, it looks yeah, like- she was like a Disney, a young Disney star. So she came up, you know, with all these kids. She's and then, not like, the one who was with uh, Timberlake, was she? No. No, that I, was Britney I, Spears. Two different eras, bro. <laughs> What do I, okay, no. I, I, I hugely continue, famous. please hugely continue? Famous. That's like okay. asking his man. That's like asking weekly. What, if what Antonio, does Martin do when when his girlfriend's watching the TV? Apparently, read people. How do I know? Well, how do I know what? That's like asking. Do? It's like asking with Antonio Brown, the one that was catching passes from Terry Bradshaw. It's different eras, bro. <laughs> different eras. Selena but Gomez Antonio and Justin Brown. Timberlake are different eras. Yes, Deanna, you be the judge. Boom. Yes, okay. Justin Timberlake like, is know. like. 12 years older than Selena Gomez. Okay. Color yes. me impressed. <laughs> By whom? I don't know. I don't, I just want to move on. Okay, great. <laughs> I want to get off of this subject. Next up, it's Bryce Young and Pam from The Office. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to play ball. No, with but Bryce Young I can't should keep date up. somebody small, like a gymnast, because he's very oh, small. I went the other way. I said, okay. he should date Asia Wilson. She just had a <laughs> so third straight playoff game with 30 straight points, with 30 points. First to do it in WNBA history. She's like a cool 6'5". So she's, mm-hmm. you know, Bryce could maybe look her in the eye if he was wearing some platforms, you know, maybe. But the, it's not going to be so awkward. But just, you know, I'm thinking about this for, for the time to come, Dave. As you know, I'm a big fan of sports. Imagine the children. The children could be incredibly athletic because she's a great hooper. He's obviously got a rifle attached to the right arm. And what he he's lacking in height, she could provide. Boom. Okay. What is who is the woman who plays the flute who's like body confident and people get on her like that's Lizzo? a bad exa- Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo and Sauce Gardner. <laughs> well, that would definitely rehab Lizzo's career right now. What do you mean rehab? Oh, she got in trouble a couple of months ago, right? <laughs> Never mind. Stay away, Sauce. Bad. It's okay, news. we want Jets fans to be able to talk about something else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <gasps> All right, Martin? Martin. Do you have any other dating setups? I couldn't figure out somebody for CJ Stroud. I don't like. I I just know that he's yeah. nice at football, and I was trying to figure out something to do with like. The clock struck midnight as they missed that field goal, and it was like a, something crushing at midnight. But the only thing I could really think of was when Harry met Sally, and I remember that wasn't sad at the end. That was happy at the end. So I I, I had to bail out on CJ Stroud. That's my bad. But I had the rest of them. I had Ice Spice for Sauce Gardner, but we already talked about that. CJ Stroud. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who lives down there in the Lone Star State these days that might uh, might appeal. I don't know. The only the only person I could really think of is Megan Thee Stallion, but. You know, that 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 to me is like a little too close to Travis and Taylor. 
Now oh, you're just doing the things, Martin, that, you, that everybody does. Like, you know, CJ Stroud and and, you know, Megan the Stallion. And just because they're both single, you think they should be together. You know what? That's not the way. Exactly. That's, that's why I said. Sandra Bullock's from Texas, right? Well, she okay. lives in New Orleans, though. Mm. She lives in New Orleans. Ava Longoria, I think. I don't know if she's remarried, <laughs> but she dated a Texas uh, player for a long time. Right. Basketball player. Maybe Jessica Simpson could date another NFL quarterback. There you go. As long as she doesn't wear a pink jersey, I think we're all okay. Okay, that's the last question about this, about Taylor Swift. (laughs) Will she ever date another football player? Or will she ever date another professional athlete? Uh, Yeah. I think this might have given her a little taste of how fun it could be. Well, like you say, she likes the front, the wayfish front man. Usually. But it's also the problem is like the older you get, the harder it is to find a professional athlete that you could date that's still playing. You know what I mean? Like she's 33, Kelsey's 33. You know, they they're all and as know. Mick Jagger has kind of proven, <laughs> the wafish front man is the better investment long term. He's probably gonna stay that way. Whereas the former football player, the day he retires, is probably gonna pack out about 65 now, pounds. I guarantee, I guarantee Travis Kelsey does way more after football. He'll probably be like in movies and TV shows. Oh, I know you want to move on, but I'm gonna do my third damn check impression today. <laughs> Tiana, I got a question for you. How quickly, if it hasn't happened already, does Travis Kelsey become the most popular player in the NFL? Well, he's the most now, right? well known. Like the most, I think Mahomes is probably still the most well known. Or like Tom Brady would probably still have like the residual hangover. People probably haven't realized he hasn't stopped playing football yet until the Super Bowl happened. But like Kelsey is has he added like three million people in yeah, social like media in Kelsey- the last few days. Kelsey's done SNL. Like to me, you have to really weigh it on like your popularity. And I think being single kind of makes you more popular amongst everyone, mm-hmm. you know, um, and SNL and like, he's hosting things. He's everywhere. You know, he's the brand ambassador. <laughs> he's in just as many commercials as Travis Kelsey. So I feel like, I mean, as Patrick Mahomes though. I, think I haven't said this. I didn't. This I said feel this. it. He got four, like four hundred thousand Instagram followers overnight, or something. Oh, I thought it was even more than that. I thought it was like in seven figures. But either way, the thing I said to Jason Kelsey was, it's hard to believe you and Travis grew <laughs> up in the exact same house, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. you have been like talk about nature versus nurture. You two are brothers. It's well known you're brothers, but kind of look alike. But besides that, you're not very similar sort of fellas. In I think appearance. it's also. They Fashion. grew up in two different rooms in the foot in football. Like one is in a offensive huh. lineman room and one is in a room with the receivers. And you can see how that has, you know, changed their trajectory of like who, what they are, who they look like, also how they heard, dress. Uh, I also heard this is pre officer Farver mustache that Travis Kelsey now cut into, but like back when he was, I don't know, I guess dating black people. He explained it once as, he played basketball growing up and Jason didn't. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's got hops. Yeah. I, th- in I, many that, ways. I don't know if that counts as code. Oh yeah. A 400% <laughs> spike in Kelsey Jersey sales. They added, he added 383,000 Instagram followers and their podcast is now number one on Apple. It's a fascinating subject. And my creep of the week goes out to everybody who does the same, same, same always goes for anybody when there's a new star Wars thing, like, 
oh, I hate Star Wars. Like, you're not contributing to the conversation by letting <laughs> everybody know what you like and don't like. Like, you don't need the way in. You don't need the way in, like, I don't care about Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. Like, you understand that you're probably um, not representing the whole of society without a like what is the need to weigh in with that it's so weird it's the mm -hmm. it's the opposite of having any opinion on something okay listen you know what who cares and now a quick break we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Let's wrap it up here with our best bets. I went four and one in college last week, three and oh on this very show, win play show style. Yeah. I went 11 and four in the NFL, 15 and five. If I just did that math in my head uh, correctly. So I'm going to build on that. Martin, lay us on it. What are your uh, best bets? Win play show for this coming weekend can be in any sport. Well, all of mine will be in the National Football League and my show will be the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half. I know this team mm. just scored 70 points. Wow. But if there's anything I've learned, it's whenever a team does great one week, bet against them the next. <laughs> <laughs> I am, so I'm taking the Bills, who secretly have been looking really good. And one of the two things has to break, because I know one two things are true. Like, my strong opinions about Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. And if their careers start trending in the right direction, all I got to do is bet on them. And then everything will go right back to my preconceived notion. So I picked Miami to win the division, Dave. You'll remember this. We were both were on the Dolphins there. And so this is end up being, I'm going to pick the Bills, bet on the Bills. And then when they lose, they'll be down two games in the division. That's why it's my show. I like it. I like it. I, I'm going to, I'll spoiler alert. I'll give my uh, proper pick on the 15 minute pregame show later in the week, but dolphins, I mean, like believe your eyes. I said that is, is my math on that. You know, the bills, I agree with you. People are like most of America watch the bills lose to Zach Wilson. And I'm like, man, this bills team isn't as good and haven't probably poured over 60 minutes or the 120 minutes of football since but I mean, the Dolphins, there's no indication that between last Sunday and this Sunday that they would have figured anything out there in Buffalo. It's going to be a slow burn to try and slow down that Dolphins offense. I think the Dolphins whip them this week. Well, I disagree. And that's why <laughs> okay, but at least we agree on the Dolphins winning the division. Uh, my place is going to be the Ravens at the Browns under 41. 
Mm. Uh, Deshaun Watson is one of the worst quarterbacks in football that is that like it's the plan, right? Like Desmond Ritter's the plan, but he's still on a rookie deal. You know, it's like Jordan mm-hmm. Love is the plan. He's still on a, you know, he, he's not that expensive. Deshaun Watson is going to be there. He's buying, not renting. Uh, and he's been pretty bad. The last, week three, he did have a couple good throws, but it's been not great. And the defense has been the opposite of that. Defense has been incredible. Mm-hmm. And while the Ravens offense has been good, I'm going to go ahead and bet under 41 in a slobber knocker type of game that I'm sure Justin Tucker will make a field goal to take, to take <laughs> it over to finish it. Probably um, a good bet, but don't uh, you, you you hit on that, man. That Browns defense, sheesh. Yeah. And then there are a number Dave, of high end defenses this year, but I mean, my goodness. Jim mm-hmm. Schwartz, the wide nine. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't work in Detroit as a head coach, but it's working so far as a coordinator in Cleveland. And I'm stealing a phrase from you. In the many areas of pro football, this has been true of almost every meeting between these two teams since Jameis Winston was playing quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This game, New Orleans and Tampa, is going under 41. Mm-hmm. I played under 40 and a half as well. I know that's a key number. I don't care. This is good. This game reeks a 12 to 6 final. Knock it, lock it up. This field goal central right here. 12-6. <laughs> that's uh, probably going to exceed the Bears Broncos final score. Um that might that one might be like three to two or somewhere in that range. My honorable mention, Dave. Yes. If I could have one, Broncos. Broncos in the three and a half. I, I agree. I don't love the hook though. I mean, both those teams stink. Um, hmm. Tiana, how say you win play show. Okay. Well, last week, I think I went one and two because the Rams didn't They I, I had the Rams plus two and a half. They lost by three. I had the Packers minus two. They won by one. It was a tough week. So this week, uh, my show bet is going to be USC minus 21 and a half over Colorado. I think it's another bloodbath of a weekend for Colorado. I think they're learning to um, shut their mm, and not give the other team just as much billboard material. Uh, I do think it's going to be a bloodbath, though. So I'm going to take USC minus 21 and a half over Colorado. My place bet will be South Carolina plus 11 and a half over Tennessee. I think. They're the underdog in that, but Tennessee's been playing like dog. So, and I think Spencer Rattler being, you know, an eighth year senior or whatever he is, uh, has a really good chance of taking care of of business. And then my win bet is going to be the Vikings minus three and a half over the Panthers. I know I always hate that half, but I think the Vikings are due. They're a really good team. They've, they just, they were slow out of the gate. They're a really good team. I don't think. I think Kirk Cousins is is obviously a really good quarterback. They just have been not clicking. And I think they it really started they started clicking at the end of the game last week. And I think that's gonna roll over. I kind of agree with you there. Yeah. The the arrow is pointed up a little bit, at least for them, not so for mm-hmm. the Panthers with uh with what they're doing. I hear you on those Vikes. I'm gonna go with um this isn't an exciting one to put in my win place, but I like Clemson laying six and a half up at Syracuse in the orange bowl. Both teams, <laughs> a preponderance of orange head to toe. I don't care for that. I do like Clemson um, beating up on a inferior foe after last week's loss, uh, lay the six and a half there. Penn state is the real deal. It gives me no pleasure. Jimmy Franklin, <laughs> 
um, getting it done there. They beat up on an overmatched uh, on the road. The, the Nittany Lions uh, beat up on Northwestern. And I am going to go. I really think Bama's back. I'm back and forth on that Mississippi uh, State game. Mississippi uh, State, yeah. I, I, I'm really tempted to go with uh, with Mississippi State here, plus 14 and a half at home. I think Bama's going to get him, but I'm going to avoid that one instead and go with Michael Penix. Now you're front runner mm. to win the Heisman. Um, laying 18 on the road, take Washington comfortably in that one. So there you go. There are my best bets. Any final thoughts from you, Martin, before we bid you a good day? And uh, we'll obviously talk to you sooner rather than later on uh, Minus 3, or we'll listen to you on Lemon Pepper Parlay. You know, just uh, thanks for having me. It was welcome. Is is like uh, like I said, it's like sitting on my old couch in a brand new house. You know, it's got the good to stretch out and put my feet up. Do you like Tiana better than me now? I'd say in my initial rankings of people, Sarah Tiana was off the board as I did not know her really prior. Okay. I'll say she's quickly rising the ranks. <laughs> ahead of ahead of Lizzo or behind. Uh, I say ahead of Lizzo, definitely ahead of Justin Timberlake. Okay. A thousand percent ahead of Taylor Swift. Somewhere in between Mahomes and Kelsey on my list. (laughs) Somewhere in that, right in between there. Somehow I end up dating Britney Spears and all this, the the emotionally damaged one. Um, All right. Listen, great time, Sarah Tiana. uh, Another successful go around. We're four shows in. It's not a fluke Mm -hmm. now. This is a good show. Spread the good Mm -hmm. word. Let everybody know. A week from now, we'll reconvene and we'll do it. Another blue ribbon panel to figure out all matters under the sun. Martin Weiss, Lemon Pepper Parlay, all the rest of it on the Extra Points Network. Great stuff from you. Look forward to Kibitzin soon and uh, enjoy your sports weekend. Sports fans, we'll talk to you on the other side of it. Until then, thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. (laughs) 